And now, on Prophetic Faith. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another week's broadcast here, Prophetic Faith. I am Pastor Robbie Barrett, pastor of Accelerant Faith Ministries in Tazewell, Virginia. Tonight we are going into part two of volume 11 of the Law of Faith. We've been learning about the supernatural. And let me tell you something right now. This is what you've got to get in your spirit, that God does nothing common. Some of you are believing and trusting God but you are believing for God to do it by natural means. Let me tell you right now, God does nothing naturally. He always works supernaturally. He goes above and beyond. He breaks the limits. He defies the odds that are going on in your life. This is the God that I'm talking about tonight. That He said, there, is there anything? He asked this question. He said, is there anything too hard for me to do? So be encouraged right now. Those of you that are facing impossible situations, you need to hear this message tonight. And you need to call a friend or whoever and tell them, listen, if you know that they're going through something like this, listen to this message because it is going to bring forth the impossible in your life. And I'll see you at the end of the program. So when you have a supernatural mindset, you don't have any problem believing God for the supernatural. It, let me say it like this. It doesn't scare you. You ever notice that? When people try to say, man, how are you going to pay for this? I don't know. God's going to take care of it. What? What do you mean God's going to take care of it? See, it just, it, it just makes them so uncomfortable. Because when you have that natural mindset, you're going in this direction. Next verse for me, Dave. It says, now the mind of the flesh, which is sense and reason, right? You need to come to your senses. You need to have some reason about you. How many has ever had somebody say that about you? Which is sense of reason without the Holy Spirit is what? Death. Death, the compromises of all miseries arising in sin, both here and hereafter. Next verse. It says, but the mind of the Holy Spirit, or the, the mind of the Spirit is life and soul peace, both now and forever. Next verse. It says, that is because the mind of the flesh, which it's what? Carnal thoughts and purposes is hostile to God. And what does that mean? It don't want to have anything to do with faith. It don't want to, watch this, I want to know how God's going to do it. Come on. I got to know. I can't just, I can't do this trust thing. I got to know how this is going to be worked out. I, I've, I've got to know how this is going to be solved. 
For it does not submit itself to God's laws. Come on. Is your, watch this. Is your carnal, unrenewed mind going to submit itself to faith? Nope. It's not. And that's why we're not, that's why we're not receiving. Receiving 101, supernatural 101. You have to go in the same direction as your faith to receive. You have to. You cannot say, I believe, I believe that God's going to do this, and all you think about is over here. It's not going to happen. You've got to renew your mind. All right, next uh, part for me, Dave. Is that it? Sweet, that's it. All right, so watch this. So it's your unrenewed, still thinking like everyone else mind that's stopping you. It's not your faith. It's not your faith. Now, why is that good news? The good news for that is, is because I can renew this. Amen. Did he not say it? He said, renew your mind. So that tells me that it's in my power to renew my thinking. Don't give me this junk. Oh, I can't think any other way. This is just how I was raised or whatever. Huh? Well, you're born again. Somebody say amen. If you, I heard somebody say it like this. If you don't like how you were born the first time, get born again. Right? It's just that simple. All right, so verse 5, if you go back to verse 5 for me, Dave. Look right here. It says, it's the natural mind that pursues natural, logical ways that God could do something. The only problem is, is that faith doesn't do that. Faith doesn't look at the circumstances and says, okay, how can I believe God on this? It doesn't do that. Do you know what does? Your natural mind. Your natural mind looks at the situations you're facing and says, how in the world can I do, what can I do about this? Right? How in the world is this going to turn around? Uh, i, I got to start thinking, how, how can God turn this around? And see, what are you doing? Your face going in this direction. Your mind's going in this direction. James said a double-minded person is what? He's unstable in all of his ways. He's unstable. You're all to pieces. Okay, so faith doesn't do that. The supernatural mindset is set after supernatural things. So when you have a renewed mind, that means the same mind that was in Christ Jesus, which Paul said we are to have, when you have that mindset, you no longer look at things naturally. You begin to look at them supernatural. Okay, what is the root of this issue? What do you mean by that? Let me tell you what I mean. And I think you already know what I mean. That means you look at the situations and circumstances and say they're the issue. But I guarantee you there's a spiritual issue behind it that you need to deal with first. Amen? In other words, you need to go to the root of the problem instead of dealing with the symptoms. Amen. See, that's what we do so many times. We deal with the symptoms. Well, it's because of this. This right here is holding me back. That right there is holding me back. Well, if this right here was better, then I would be ahead by now. No. Let's evaluate. What's my mindset been? How have I been thinking? Because what, look at what Proverbs 4.23 says. 
It says, keep your heart with all diligence. That's where your mind is. Keep your mind, your heart with all diligence. For out of it flow what? All the issues of life. I believe the Hebrew says, all the issues flow out of your heart. Now when you think of flow, what do you think again? Direction. So it's how you think that mindset that you have that determines which direction you go. So if I'm still thinking like my old self, see, this is what people weren't taught, and I guarantee you, uh, some of you older ones in here, you could probably stand up and say amen, that most people weren't taught. All they were taught in, growing up in church was get saved. Get saved, get filled with the Spirit. That's it. And nobody really taught people that once you get saved, then starts the process of you rebooting, reconstructing your mindset. However the world does things, we ought to be doing the opposite. Is that right? That's, God says, whatever the world tells you to do, do the opposite. That's what he told me one time. He said, whatever the world tells you to do, you do the opposite. So if the world says, this is what you should do about this problem right here, do the opposite. Why? Because all they can do is whatever they can do in the natural. When you hear natural, I want you to hear the word limited. You're limited. You're suppressed. But when you are operating in the supernatural, guess what? You're limitless. How many things are possible? Come on. All things. All things are possible. You mean to tell me that God can turn my situation around in one day? All things are possible. Amen? So, out of your mindset is the direction that you flow in life. You got a mind after God? You're going to flow in the things of God. But if you got a mind after the carnal things, you're going to flow after them. Now again, we're not dealing with your faith. He's giving you that measure of faith. That faith is incorruptible. Amen? And what you choose to do with it is on you. You've heard me use this expression before, and I'll say it again. Arnold Schwarzenegger or any other big bodybuilder that you could think of, they got the same amount of muscles as you do. Somebody say amen. Greg's like, I don't believe that. We, they do, right? But what's the difference? They worked them. They built them. Amen? They took what they had and they built on it. So... Everybody getting this today? All right, so notice it says that the natural mind is trying to believe God always ends in death. It says the carnal mindset is death. Now, I want to change that since we're dealing with directions. I want to say it like this. A natural mindset always brings you to a dead end. All right, so we're, we're talking about directions in life, right? What happens when you go down a dead-end road? There comes a point where that's it. You've gone as far as you can go. You can't go anymore, right? And there'll be a sign up that says, dead-end. That's the, watch this. That's what happens when you try to naturally 
believe God. You might go for a little bit. I'm not saying you won't go for a little bit. I won't say that you won't be trucking along just for a moment. But you will come to a dead end because the natural mindset cannot wrap its head around the things of God. So instead of saying it leads to death, which it does, it also leads to a dead end in your direction. So if my faith's going in this direction, but my carnal mind's going in this direction, I'm saying I'm believing God, I'm believing God, I'm going to reach a point to where I'm, I'm, I'm stopped, dead in my tracks. And that's what you see so many times. You'll see people that believe God or trust Him for a little bit, but man, when it gets, when it gets to that point where it looks like you've got to jump off a ledge or trust God mightily, they freeze up. They don't know what to do. I call them dead ends, amen? All right, go to 1 Corinthians 2, 11 through 14. This is amplified also. It says, For what person perceives and knows and understands what passes through a man's thoughts except a man's own spirit within him? Next verse. Just so no one discerns and comes to know and comprehend the thoughts of God except by the Spirit of God, right? Next verse. It says, now we have not received the spirit that belongs to the world. I want to stop right there for a second. So this lets us know that even though we are in the world right now at this moment in time, Paul said we do not have a mindset that is of the world. Let me stop right here and ask you this. All right, those of you that's been in church for a long time, let me ask you a question. All right, you ready? Let me ask you a question. Did you used to see miracles and signs and wonders? Did they used to be common? Do you notice, watch this, do you notice now that they're not so common anymore? They're really rare? Do you want to know why? Because... The movement has been for quite some time in the body of Christ is to how much that we can mock or mimic the world. How much we can look like them, talk like them, function like them, and still say we have Christ. That carnal mindset. And what has been the result? Fewer miracles... Fewer demonstrations of the, the Spirit's power. And this tells you why. Alright, so it says, Now we have not received the Spirit that belongs to the world, but the Holy Spirit who is, who is from God, given to us that we might realize and comprehend and appreciate the what? The gifts of divine favor and blessings so freely and lavishly bestowed upon us. It should be absolutely common in our lives to receive the supernatural. That's what that's telling you right there. It says we are freely, lavishly is it bestowed upon us divine power and gifts to do what? To exercise in the supernatural. To go beyond any limitation. And how do we do that? When we have a what kind of mindset? The mind of the Spirit, a supernatural mindset. Go to the next one for me, Dave. 
It says, and we are setting these truths forth in words not taught by human wisdom. This is not what human wisdom can comprehend. But taught by the Holy Spirit combining and interpreting what? Spiritual truths with spiritual language. Do you know that there is a language to the supernatural? Come on, somebody, talk to me. Somebody who lives in the supernatural does not talk like a natural person. There is a language to it. How do I know that? Because the God that we serve, who is supernatural, is doing what? He spoke things into existence. There's a language to it. Next verse. It says, but the natural, non-spiritual man. Let me say it one more time. But the natural, non-spiritual man does not accept or welcome or admit admit into his heart the gifts and teachings and revelations of the Spirit of God, for they are what? They're laughable. Foolishness. I, I don't have time for this craziness. They're meaningless nonsense to him, for he is incapable of knowing them. Is that it, Dave? All right, keep going. It says, of progressively recognizing, understanding, and becoming better acquainted with them. So the natural man will never be able to be acquainted with the supernatural. It's not going to happen. It says, because they are spiritually discerned and estimated and appreciated. You said, Lord, have mercy. I've never read so much in my life. (laughs) But watch this. You have been called... To the supernatural. That's what I want to get to you today. You, are, you have not been called by God to live like everybody else. Get that out of you right now. You have not been called to function like anybody else. But you have been called to operate in the supernatural, talk in the supernatural, think in the supernatural at all times. I'm telling you right now that the way that you live, people ought to look at you and say, there is something different about that boy. There's something different about that girl. Somebody say amen in here. We have been living below the place that we should be living. And here's, watch this, here's one of the biggest lies that you need to get out of your thinking and out of your vocabulary right now. Are you ready for it? It's one of the greatest lies the enemy has told to the church. I'm only human. I'm only human. Come on, how many, how many has ever used that one time or another? Come on, I'm only human. Can I tell you something by the Spirit of God this morning? You are not only human. You have been made new. You are a new creature. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. You are a royal priesthood. My God, somebody help me in here this morning. You have God DNA on the inside of you. That means that you are able to think like God, walk like God, talk like God, and function like God. Don't ever think for one second that you are only human. Well, there's nothing I can do about these things in my life. There's nothing. Nothing I can do to turn these things around. Are you kidding me? You have El Shaddai on the inside of you right now. How many knows what that name means? How many knows what that name means? That name means more than enough. When God...
praise the Lord is this message bringing you up. You say, what do you mean? Bringing you up into the position that God created you to walk in. See, if you are saved right now, and if you have Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, and you have that fellowship with Him, this is what you've got to understand, is that you are not only human. You hear so many times, how many times do you hear people say, well, you know I'm only human. Well, I can't do this and I can't do that because I'm only human. You are not only human. You have been transformed. Your spirit man, when you gave your life to Christ, your spirit man became in the image and likeness of the one who created it. So I want you to think about that right now. Your spirit man is exactly like Christ. You say, well, why am I not walking in what he walked in? Let me tell you why. This right here. An unrenewed mind. See, there are three parts of you. You are a tribunal being, just as God is. There's three parts of you. There is your spirit man, the real you. There is your, natu there is your natural flesh, right? Your flesh, your body. But then in the middle is your soul. Your soul is where comes forth your mind, will, and emotions. The Bible says your spirit is ready to believe God. It's willing. It's ready to go. But watch this. It is your soul that's blocking. So for, for you to get in the spirit over into the physical, what you want, what you desire in God, you've got to go through your soul. You have to go through your mindset. And so many people, watch this. So many people, they love God, they know the Word, they know the things of God, but they have not took the time to renew their mind. It is so, I cannot stress this enough how important it is to renew your mind. Well, how do you renew your mind? You spend time meditating on the Word of God. That is the only way that you renew your thinking. When you spend time with God, when you spend time with His Word, it begins to transform. So now, watch this. Your mindset, when an issue or problem arises in your life, you are no longer thinking like the natural man. You see, here's a good example. When sickness or a, you know, when pain tries to attack your body, the natural man says, I better go to the medicine cabinet. I better go to this. I better go to that. That's what the natural mind tells us to do, right? That's the remedy. But the spiritual mind, the man who thinks supernaturally says, wait a minute, this has no right to attack my body. Pain has no right to tell me what I'm going to do. I take authority over this, I bind it in the name of Jesus, and then you go on about your business. You see, the how do I know that my mind is not renewed. We got to know this. How do I know? If I'm thinking like everybody else is thinking, then I know right away. If I'm if I know that God's going to do something, but I think that he can only do it by natural means, I still have not renewed my mind. Glory to God. I know I'm taking quite a bit of time on this, but I want you to get this that God can do in a day supernaturally what man what it would take man to do for 20 30 years he can do it in one day 
Think about this. The Israelites were delivered out of Egypt. They went from being broke, slaves in bondage, to walking out free with the riches of Egypt in one day. Think about that is the God of the supernatural. And I'm telling you right now, He wants you to walk like He does. Jesus said, the works that I do, you will do also in greater. How can I do that? Because I'm supernatural like Him. Praise God. I want to pray for you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for every person watching this. I, they need to know right now that they're not watching this by accident. They may have been flipping through the channels, but they came upon here and they've stopped. And that's for no coincidence whatsoever. It's by divine appointment. Because you wanted them to hear this message. You wanted them to know who you are. You are the limitless God. And you are the God that wants to do the impossible in their life. Father, I pray right now that they renew their mind. To start thinking like you. To receive what you have for them to receive. Spiritually, physically, and financially, Lord. Because that is your heart for your people. You want to be a blessing to those who trust in you, Lord. And I thank you for it right now in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. I want to take this time again to thank our faith partners. I thank you each and every week because we want you to know that we appreciate your giving and your prayers to this ministry. It takes both of them. And I want to thank you for that. And if you're watching this program and you, you're feeling that pull in the Spirit, Hey, I think I need a partner with that ministry. It's so easy to get connected to this ministry. And as you help us get the gospel out, there is a blessing. There is a harvest with your name on it. Why? Not because I said so, but because God said so. Amen? He said, He that sows sparingly will reap sparingly, but he that sows bountifully will reap bountifully. That's the law of sowing and reaping. And I want to take this time to thank every person who writes us each and every week, comes in contact with us, just letting us know how this program touches you and blesses you. Listen to me from the bottom of my heart. I'm telling you, it encourages me. And I'm just so thankful that when you get blessed, I get blessed. It blesses me when I know that these programs are making a difference in people's lives. This is, this is why I'm here is to change lives for the better. So, until then, keep walking by faith. I'll see you right here. Be blessed. If you would like to become a faith partner, please contact us at P.O. Box 264, Tazewell, Virginia 24651. You may also reach us at 276-971-2333. You may also request information at AccelerateFaith.org. Our email for faith partners are faithpartner at acceleratefaith.org as well. Yeah.